On today's podcast, the 2019 Golden Globe nominations have been announced, and we are here to give you all of our thoughts on them. Let's get started. This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome back, everyone, to Off the Break Podcast. I'm Cody, and with me are Kyle and Eric. You're back. <laughs> Hello. <I'm> back. <laughs> it's, Again. It was weird. I've just been so in and out of the office. This time, it was migraines. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> but it was like, I didn't really, I forgot I was gone, and I was talking to Kyle in here, and I'm like, well, what'd you guys do on Tuesday? Like, where was I? Because I should um, You weren't even here? Because she yeah. was trying to give notes to like what we were going to talk about on today's podcast, yeah. and she was like, what about all these uh, new stuff that you guys did already. And, we're, and I was like, well, we already talked about them Tuesday. She was like, what? Where was I? Yeah. What happened? I what remember you, you had migraine. Yeah. What do you mean? You were kind of in you blocked it out of your memory. You guys talked about Captain Marvel trailer without me. True. Did you have thoughts about it? Like, I mean, since yeah. we're here anyway. Yeah, real quick. I am. Um, it got me more excited for Captain Marvel. Um, the good part was I thought her powers look awesome in it. Like that actually gets me really excited. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then I get mad at Marvel for sucking me into yet another character. <laughs> like, damn it. They're never going to, you know, like Can I just be done with this. Place? Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to be 20 years of my life, 30 <laughs> years of my life. Cause it'll just keep introducing new characters. And this does not sound bad at all. But I thought that, um, Brie Larson's character seemed stilted in the trailer, so I don't yeah. know if they're trying <laughs> to make her this like quiet warrior that I don't I don't Maybe know. She's, she's some weird alien that doesn't understand human interaction. But she kind of does. I know it's. I'm just I'm trying awkward. to find some excuse for it, yeah. but I think it's just. Hopefully, I mean it. It has to just be the way the trailer was edited. Yeah, and I think um, you didn't notice it in the first trailer because she only had two lines that she actually said herself because mm-hmm. it's Nick Fury, the voiceover. But um, this one, she had a cup, a few more spots where she talked in the trailer and it was more apparent. Yeah. Hmm. That's just weird to me that I'm not like seeing that as you guys are. I, so I, I, I must. How you're not. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like maybe I'm just really into this trailer. Maybe Have I just seen it again. Really want recently? to recently? Not recently. So maybe I you should you go should back watch and it again. try just it again. Listen to how Brie Larson t- like it, delivers her lines. It okay. kind of reminds me of like Kristen Stewart and Twilight, where it's just so like. <laughs> oh wow! Awkward. Even I didn't get it. Even I yeah. didn't see that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them. Was, yeah. I mean, huh. I I still really enjoy this trailer. Don't get me wrong. Christian Stewart she, Twilight performance. It just confused me because everything else I've seen Brie Larson in, she's incredible. True. And then this, I'm like, this is far and away like the worst line reading I've ever heard <laughs> in a Marvel movie trailer. Wow. Yeah. I just do not get that vibe. I'm just, maybe I'm just. Just a blind fanboy. Yeah. Maybe I mean, it really could like be. Like, sparkly. you guys know me. I mean, really, really though, it could Ooh, be part of powers. that. powers. Because my biggest takeaway from the trailer, my biggest (laughs) takeaway from the trailer was pretty much what you were saying was that I enjoyed seeing how her powers look and all the space opera type stuff. I I was really getting a kick out of so her space costume, yeah, and like her armor and the the kind of mohawk look on her helmet. I just I love that. Mm -hmm. That looked awesome. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, her her suit does look cool. She looks, she looks like a badass. I mean, she does. Can't deny that. I just. Like a real eh, warrior. Whatever. It's just another a, trailer. 
Well, yeah, that too. I that like too to for you. I see a female superhero covered too. Like she is fully covered. You mean with a practical suit? Yeah. <laughs> Who would have ever oh thought? Oh my gosh. It was refreshing. <laughs> I was like, oh, that looks like real armor. Yeah. <laughs> like she would actually, somebody would actually have. Yeah. To protect she, themselves. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. have like leather strips just covering her hoo ha area. <laughs> That's and, a good and That's really is a good boots. point. Be like, oh, yeah. my legs are halfway covered, so I'm yeah. good. That is I'm a just good really point. fast. Nobody can hit me. Yeah. I just, I have cufflinks. <laughs> Protect all my legs. <laughs> no offense, Wonder Woman, but ugh, her outfit just, she can wear pants. That's okay. <laughs> I don't think any less of Wonder Woman if she had pair mm-hmm. of pants on. Some versions she does wear pants. I bet that looks great. It does. I bet leather pants that like have magical like armor intertwined in them mm-hmm. would be just as awesome to see. Just make, yeah, just make like a whole suit of armor out of those bracelet things oh my gosh bracers awesome i bet they're light bracers <laughs> i think that's what they're called yeah. bracers, is that what they're yeah. called oh wow yeah. i did not know that no i would be it would be awesome so i do appreciate brie Lard. i so i am excited about captain marvel being covered <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm not like a prude either i'm not trying to be like right. oh <laughs> you said, women you got covered you got really no, defensive no there. ankles <laughs> i just don't want people thinking wow. that <laughs> It's a moral issue. No, I just, no, no. It's just like when you think about it, it's like, oh, okay. I'm I mean, really get, I guess you get Black Widow's like skin tight latex suit. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like which that cover, you know, technically covers her. But yeah, I feel like that's even some more movies. practical. <laughs> yes, in some, in a sense, because at least like um, she's wind resistant, and <laughs> you know, she's uh, like things can deflect, like punch liquids, and bullet resistant. I guess. <laughs> She can move easier. I don't know. That one. We'll see. Yeah. It's not I mean, bare she, skin. Yeah, it's a cool costume. It really so. is. <laughs> so I, I am excited about that. Good, good. But so. on to the everybody's favorite awards ceremony. Oh, y- you know it's mine. <laughs> the highest <laughs> amount of prestige in the industry. <laughs> not to mention the highest amount of alcohol delivered. <laughs> the, Golden Globes. The funnest ones to watch, for sure. True. This I, is, I, this will, I will give you true. that. It probably is the most fun. I don't watch them personally, but I'm sure a lot of people get more of a kick out of watching those than maybe like the Oscars. Yeah. Like I can understand that. Well, they're all of the important categories, the top tier ones that people are really kind of care about best picture best actor those are called yeah it's all those top tier awards that are being given out and those poor technical people i know no love the movies would be great without them i get it it's just shout out to all the below the line people we love yeah. you. um sound editing i just like oh okay that really made the movie it's not the you don't notice it it's but not it, the flashiest it of it's one categories, of those things you but don't it should be it recognized. If it's done well and i mean sometimes if it's like really different then you can notice it yeah i mean that and if you like work in like the technical part of the industry or just like do any sort of thing in relation to those type of categories like normally you can pick up on mm-hmm. that stuff but oh, it, it's is, not flashy sound is so critical those guys get no love whatsoever. If, if you don't get the sound right, how can you hear the <laughs> it's sounds? It's true. Sound is like probably yeah. more important than the picture. I would agree to that. I think um, from the technology perspective of the in-theater experience, you could spend a ton of money on a, like a brand new screen and a projector mm-hmm. system, and no one will notice. Like When they converted to digital conversion, no one was coming to the theater because the picture quality was so much better. <laughs> well, there, there's like a saying in the filmmakers world where uh you can have a movie and you can have you can have like 
uh, quote unquote crappy image quality and people yeah. will say that it's the style or it's like right. lo-fi you know but if you have crappy sound people are just gonna think oh, yeah. it's a crappy movie yeah but true. atmos or these new um sound systems that come in and make you feel like the bullets are actually whizzing oh, by yeah. your head mm-hmm. add to mm-hmm. the experience in the theater and people and that will actually have a return people will seek out those systems yeah. because their experience was changed but just the image on the screen doesn't mm-hmm. i don't think has the impact the that sound the sound do. does gotta love them the rumbling and you can feel <laughs> it in your chest and oh sound is good i'm yeah. not trying to diss on the sound guys but when i'm watching awards ceremony it i don't know why yeah it's, it's kind of you boring. can't help it yeah people aren't sitting at the edge of their seats like oh my god who's gonna get the sound mixing <laughs> well i mean <laughs> not even not even the oscars like really i even think didn't shoot they? those parts live yeah like, didn't they'll, they they'll just throw it off the side be like oh john won for sound mixing <laughs> well i'm pretty sure that they said that this year in order to cut down yeah they're gonna give those awards awards out like during commercial break which and they're gonna come back which stinks but makes yeah. sense you know i mean for those i'm sure those guys you know don't really care they're i mean they're, they're probably they're just already... happy to be making great stuff and it's cool yeah. to be recognized but they probably know they're this is gonna sound mean but they probably know their place like they know like they're not <laughs> They know, they know, I'm just mean, like, they know they're not the guy on the poster. They know they're not in the flashiest, most glamour. Yeah. They, they know, know they're place. not going to get they the know. recognition they <laughs> so I knew it was going to sound bad, but you know what I, <laughs> get you know what I place mean, sound <laughs> they're bal- Get back in your they're closet balcony and work. seats. <laughs> should be a sound editor strike, and they just refuse to work on that. There'd, the there'd be sound. so many silent films. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It would show the world and Hollywood how desperately they need them. Yeah. No, definitely, but I... I think this should happen. As funny and mean as that is to say, like... You know, it's I mean, just, it is one of those probably things. could have worded it a little bit better. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably. I probably could have. But the intention is absolutely pure. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. No so, will, will. Kyle <laughs> Speaking of these I other... Caught, I caused the strike of sound Speaking editing. of these other far more glamorous um, categories... Yeah. I guess uh, to start it off, I think Vice had the most nominations Six total. Six nominations. Yeah, Vice, which is kind of, I mean, I guess, yeah, probably surprised me. I'm not surprised. When we saw that trailer, I was like, ooh, this is going to get a lot of nominations. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I guess we can just go down the list yeah. of the major ones. Yeah. Uh, best motion picture in drama. Um, the nominations were Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, If Beale Street Could Talk. A Star is Born, and Black Panther for drama. Ooh, what about the musical or comedy Best Picture nominees? <laughs> the musical or comedy. <laughs> I have something to say about that, but keep going. <laughs> In the musical or comedy route, we have Crazy Rich Asians, The Favorite, Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns, and Vice. Ooh. So, can I lead this off first? Yes. I The Golden Globes do this every once in a while when it comes to these two categories, is that they always flip one of them. You mean like one Get of the Out being a comedy? In yeah. the wrong spot, <laughs> exactly. And the last one that I mentioned in the article that I wrote today was The Martian being categorized as yeah. a best musical or comedy. When Matt really, Damon did have some zingers, but... But it's not... I wouldn't consider it a straight-up It would comedy. be exactly. a drama. You're Bohemian, more heart-pounding. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody, to me, should not be in the best drama category. No. It should not be. I wouldn't technically call it a musical either, but if you do want to have Bohemian Rhapsody nominated for one of those, then 
most likely it should be well, in the musical category, and you could probably flip like yeah. a Vice or Green Book to be in drama. Like that's yeah. that. I'm with, sure that Vice stuff is with silly the Golden Globes bothers me. You know, Adam McKay is funny. All the people in it are known for comedy. Yeah, or at least a lot of them are. Yeah. Um, Big Short, I th- I'm pretty sure was also considered mm-hmm. a comedy. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah. So that I kind of get. I'm wondering if it's just, you know, the people at because Golden Globes, the people are so easily influenced. You know, you can. <laughs> you can like pay your way to a nominee is kind sure, of the sure. unspoken secret so i'm wondering if you know bohemian rhapsody was originally supposed to be a musical but well i have a question for you guys is what qualifies as a musical is it that the, the actor scene yeah i know it? that's a, that's but a good question it, but is it the type of scene like does it sing to tell a story in the narrative like no, that's, that's a what good point, Mary Poppins does. True. There's they musicals sing their and then there's things yeah. like jukebox musicals, which is like singing other already established songs, like um, like Mamma Mia. Right. Um, but they don't have anything bearing because Bohemian Rhapsody is kind of interesting. They sing Queen songs and they're strategically placed in the film to mm-hmm. push the narrative, but they aren't necessarily what is happening in that moment. Yeah, it's such not, as Mary it's not Poppins. a musical in the traditional yeah. sense, like singing in the rain or something. Yeah. So I wonder I agree that, with that. So that what qualifies as musical. I don't know. I they, think maybe, that's why maybe, maybe there's like, work. oh, you know, this is Freddie Mercury's story or Queen's story. There's a lot of dramatic scenes, you know. People loved going to it because right. it clearly made money as well. Like that could play an influence to it. I, uh, I'm not sure. So that that bothered me, but I was happy to see uh, Black Panther be nominated as well as Black Klansman. Like there was quite a bit of Black Klansman nominations that I was yeah. pretty surprised by, even by the Golden Globe standards. So I, I can, have to give them credit for that. I can see Black Klansman being one of those earlier in the year films that yeah, well, it was a big deal when it came out. It'll be sneaky yeah. this year for sure, and I think we've mentioned that in the last time we had. Like awards talks, I can see when people look at it, they they f- maybe forgot about it, mm-hmm. but when it shows up here, no one's surprised. Yeah, like oh, where'd that come from? It's like like oh, I- you mean like because <laughs> everyone was saying it's like Spike Lee's best movie yeah. in like over a decade. Like I sp- was with First Reformed or whatever. That was. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the heck is that movie? Oh, I saw it. Oh, you did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was it? I rented it. Was it's- it Ethan Hawke's performance? Was really. I mean, that he good? is the movie. Like uh-huh. he's he's undeniably compelling. It's just. Is it like Darkest Hour, where oh without God. him, like it doesn't work? Yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Good. Or well, not good, but like that makes sense to me then. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to talk about that in a different podcast. Because, mm-hmm. And Crazy Rich Asians, <laughs> great. Like I'm glad that to see that. That was actually really funny. Yeah. That was another. Oh yeah, I'm not beloved. Yeah. By I wasn't gonna say like it. it was in the wrong category. I was just gonna say like it. <laughs> that was funny, Kyle. Yeah, it's more dramatic, <laughs> Cody. No, it's no. I was just happy to see that it got any sort of nomination. So, and I oh, think Constant Wu also got a nomination, which we can get to later. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's. Um, do you want to do actresses yeah, next? Uh, yeah. I guess best actress drama we have. Glenn Close for The Wife, Lady Gaga, A Star is Born, Nicole Kidman for Destroyer, Melissa McCarthy, Can You Ever Forgive Me, and Rosamund Pike for A Private War. A couple of those I will say, I I wouldn't say I'm surprised, but I just, I thought that there would be other ones. Can I like, admit that I have no idea what A Private War is? I mean, I don't know a whole lot about it either. We've Like, that's when I'm like, uh... Yeah, there's pretty minimal materials out there. I've seen the poster and the trailer. But. And I only know... Ni- destroyer because she plays that um like cop that goes undercover mm-hmm. with the gang yeah but she looks she looks rough she looks different she does not look like <laughs> nicole kidman and i should like, like a charlie's kidman. like a charlie's theron in monster i don't want to be so shallow and be like 
oh, pretty actresses can't go. <laughs> but it's like shocking. Oh, yeah. Like, whoa, you're always put so put together in this. You're like, Argh. Yeah, I mean, I think the obvious ones was Lady Gaga and Glenn Close. We've been hearing about yeah. those two being front runners for a while. I've been hearing a lot about Melissa while. McCarthy. A lot. What was that? that? Melissa McCarthy. A lot of people are going crazy for her. And I'm happy for that, too. Tonight. Like, I think she's kind of missed the mark with some comedies lately, so it's nice to see yeah. her take a dramatic turn and be able to nail it as well by mm-hmm. the sounds of it. I oh, still yeah. have yet to see with it. Flying col- the flying colors. Yeah. Uh, Nicole Kidman was my biggest surprise here. Just because I don't know much about the movie, but I know I've more been about that movie than a private war. Yeah. A private war, you know, I I like Rosamund Pike. She's good in most of the things I've seen her. I just, I don't know. That was one of those movies, like with Cody. I just I didn't really hear anything about it. Not even buzz from different awards or uh, festivals. Like you right, know, I don't know its its history up to this point. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that, but I was so excited to see Lady Gaga get her. Yeah. <laughs> A star is born. She's probably going to win. I would say, uh, I, I would place my bets on Lady Gaga. Locked yeah. for her winning. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I think so. Cool. Could she have qualified under the musical or comedy? <laughs> would Star is Born? I feel like a Star is Born is pretty dramatic. Yeah. It, be, yeah. No, it is. But I mean, could it be considered a musical? I don't, See, I think, I don't again, think so. I think you have to sing about your actions in the narrative for it to be a musical. Yeah. I mean, the songs have to. They are original songs, though. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, part of it is also, you know, the, it's not like they're non-musicians who all of a sudden are singing and dancing. Yeah, they're literal true. musicians playing their songs that are, you know, they wrote in the movie. So yeah, yeah. It's just kind of part of what their character does. Mm-hmm. It I'm, is an interesting distinction, though. I'm going to be thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, so will I. Best uh, Actress in a Musical or Comedy, um, Emily Blunt, Mary Poppins Returns, Olivia Coleman for The Favorite, Elsie Fisher for Eighth Grade, Charlize Theron for Tully and Constance Wu for Crazy Rich Asians. I'm gonna be honest, I totally forgot about Tully. I saw it in the theater. Yeah, me too. I, I liked it. It was a good movie, but I totally forgot about it. Mm-hmm. it I is, was that was a definite know, surprise for me. It looked like it should have performed better than it did. I just don't yeah. think it got anybody's attention. No. I mean, yeah, it was it a good was, movie. It was such a small, simple, humble movie. Yeah. Um it just died quickly. Yeah. I'm just happy to see Elsie Fisher keep getting recognition for eighth grade because yeah. I think that is one of the of great, great performances of the year and eighth grade is really underrated as well. That is a very well done movie. And the sound on there, speaking of which, is also incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I think my top three that I would think are Emily Blunt. I wouldn't th- yeah. you know, for Mary Poppins Returns. She's been getting a lot of buzz for this. Yeah. Um and then Elsie Fisher for mm-hmm. eighth grade, and then maybe Olivia Coleman for the favorite. I think she's getting it. Only because put my uh, bets on that one. But she, in the Golden Globes, though, yeah, really, okay. Yeah. I see, in the Golden Globes, I think it's going to be. I mean, those are my top three. That I think they have the best chance, mm-hmm. but I think it's going to be Emily Blunt. I wouldn't be shocked. I, if yeah, Constance I wouldn't be surprised. It is. Olivia. It is. It is a little different with the Golden Globes because I'm still thinking, you know, Oscar results. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how to change my expectations mm-hmm. with the golden globes but i'm i'm still gonna go with olivia coleman i just the favorite i i want to see it i want it to come here sometimes i feel like and they're not the same voting body but i feel no. like go, people get golden globe nominations um as like okay she'll get the golden globe but for the oscars yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah, this yeah. one yeah. so i kind of let's feel give like, her a little something yeah so that we can give this other person the real i feel like emily blunt's gonna be that Maybe. And then, because I think the favorite's going to be more of an Oscar. Oh, yeah. Oscar movie, for sure. Yeah, I can see that, too. 
Um, do we have anything else to say about that category? Should we go on to the next one? Uh, yeah, I yeah. guess. Move on. Let's move on to the best a- supporting actress. Yeah, we yeah. can drama. Yeah, I was, we'll I was trying to remember which ones together. we done. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, best supporting actress in a drama: Claire Foy for First Man, Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk, Emma Stone for The Favorite, Rachel Weisz for The Favorite, and Amy Adams for Vice. This like is Amy a Adams stacked... has been nominated like seven thousand yeah. times <laughs> ever since she like broke out. This she's she's a, good in everything. This is a yeah, tough she's amazing. Category. I don't oh, know. Yeah. There is not a clear front runner <laughs> on it. I, I would agree even, with that. I couldn't even tell you who I think is going to take it. I mean, I've. I mean, Claire Foy is fantastic in First Man. Like she is one of the best parts yeah. of that movie. Excuse me, of that movie and her and uh, Ryan Gosling one, together. She's are just the only one that showed else. any emotion in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well. Her yeah, her, I get what you mean. Yeah, her and her lit cigarette mm-hmm. knew that there was some stress going on there. People, I mean, but also people have been loving Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk. Again, yeah. mm-hmm. I still need to see it, but mm-hmm. she's getting a lot of praise. And the favorite is just keeps just getting awards contention. Oh, and and it keeps, endless puns have been made about that movie being every different ceremony's favorite. It's literally everyone's like, favorite. I think it cleaned house at the British something independent awards. That's not surprising. It yeah. totally cleaned house a couple other festivals that's been it's it's the one to beat in many ways i think it will make it interesting come oscar time to see like which actresses are going to be considered leading and supporting because it's been different for like a couple of Mm -hmm. the awards uh contenders that we have seen so far i i just don't know who's going to be at which category so yeah having olivia be at uh lead and then the other two be at supporting i thought that should be backwards i can see that because as much as I know about the movie, Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz are both kind of going against each other to get the affection of Olivia Coleman. So right. she's kind of like the focus, and those two are just... Well, see, I would argue that those two are the focus. The whole narrative yeah. is on their actions. Well, Olivia mm-hmm. Coleman is in the back yeah, of that. Yeah, being but... the support, being the support yeah. to that, it's playing hard to, off them. It's hard to say, because this is one of those that we will have to check out and see for ourselves, but yeah. just based on all the rumblings about this movie and... Mm-hmm. from a trailer pretty much it, that's just the only thing we can come out with as of right now so yeah i agree with you cody supporting role for get my actress it's gonna be <laughs> stacked it's anyone's pick really now on to the boys on okay. to the boys uh, okay uh go ahead. yeah i guess we'll start with drama best actor drama we have willem dafoe in at eternity's gate bradley cooper for a star is born Lucas Hedges for Boy Erased, uh, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, and John David Washington for Black Klansman. I am so happy that David Washington got a nomination. Like yeah, he was, I mean, oh, he was great. <laughs> yeah, I, he was so good in that movie, and I think like it was one of his first roles too, which is fantastic. Um, I wish like he kept getting more recognition in other awards, but at least he finally has something. So yeah. that makes uh, me Willem happy. Willem Dafoe was one I wasn't. Ex- I mean, apparently it's, he's amazing in it. You know, it, he's incredible, but. I guess because of maybe it's because it's differentiated between drama and musical, but at the Oscars, I, I I'm not sure if I see him getting nominated. I thought it was gonna be like Christian Bale and then those four. Yeah, he's so he's a little unexpected. I would say when it comes to Willem Dafoe, he's gonna be a a dark horse, but he's at the bottom of the dark horse list. Yeah, I don't even know what At Eternity's Gate is. Yeah, Again, like a, another movie that just it's, it's like a weird no idea. not not a not a traditional biopic. It's like a. It's inspired by Vincent Van Gogh and his paintings, and it's sort of oh, like okay. about him, yep. but told in, in like a weird artistic. Okay, I know what you, way. I am. I can picture the one sheet now. Yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, the other ones, I mean, they, 
yeah, I, I agree with you, Kyle. I, I'm excited to see John David Washington in there. Uh, I'm not too surprised about the other ones. Riley Cooper, I knew, was going to get nominated. I'm a little surprised by Lucas Hedges just because I didn't think the Golden Globes would think of him. Really? I mean, he's in seven billion movies, like... <laughs> Yeah, this I, year. So I just thought they would pick something. I was sure he get. I thought he was gonna just, get. Nominated. I thought they would pick someone else. I thought he was gonna get nominated for Ben is back, but I guess they went the more traditional kind of. I think Ben is awards back. bait kind of route. Yeah, I think Ben is back is also getting little attention as compared to Boy Raced. Well, Ben is back and uh, Beautiful Boy and uh, something else. They they Boy were Raced. they were like three movies that were about like boys drugged addicted young teenagers and they kind of got lumped together and I feel like people just kind of you know associated all, all together and the yeah. yeah I could see that too I mean Bradley Cooper he's terrific in A Star is Born yeah. so it makes sense that he's in this category as well I think we're seeing the makings of the Oscar actor category I don't think that anybody not on this list is not going to be in the I think Christian Bale will be. I don't. I don't see Willem Dafoe. Or, no, I meant sorry. The drama, and then when we go oh, over the musical these, and comedy, I these think these group of guys together. It's, yeah, yeah. These our nominees are going to be from these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then know? let's go. I agree. Then let's shift down to the uh, actor by musical or comedy. Then so that way we yeah. can talk a little bit more Read about them off, that. Kyle, you want me to? Okay. Um, for that category, we have Christian Bale from Vice, Lin Manuel Miranda for Mary Poppins Returns, Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. Robert Redford for The Old Man and the Gun, and John C. Riley for Stan and Ollie. And that is <laughs> like a big surprise. That, yeah. that made me smile. Good for him. Good for uh, good Riley. Actor. He really is. He's so like, versatile. People of a certain age, probably all three of us, um, <laughs> a lot of people see him as like that really kind of gross out comedy guy, probably from Step Brothers. Step Brothers, Talladega Nights. At least for me. Talladega Nights. She can bake. (laughs) At least for me, that's, you know, when I first get introduced to him, but then you go back and you see all these, he was in a lot of movies, like in the 90s and 2000s, and he's really, really good. A lot of them are some surprising, exactly, a lot of them are surprising dramas that he's been in, and Mm -hmm. yeah, like I said earlier, he's versatile. Yeah, I don't Um, know really anything else about that movie or how it's doing, but it did really well in, in England, I think it's already oh, nice. shown. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm super excited for that. Uh, Robert Redford, I'm sure that was pretty much guaranteed. Um, yeah. yeah. That's not a surprise. He's always really good. Mm-hmm. Vigo, especially coming off that National Board of Review Best Actor win. I can totally see that. Yep. Um, Christian Bale, of course. Uh, I guess I didn't... I can't really be surprised by Lin-Manuel because, honestly, I just didn't even really remember you know that he's in it yeah <laughs> that he's that he's in mary poppins I'm, mm-hmm. i think they he qualified because he was in a musical or a comedy but yeah. I, I feel like that's probably the weakest nomination yeah yeah I, I not that so. he's not great but just that there were probably other performances there probably just weren't that many other musical yeah. or comedy films with that heavy hitting actor performances yeah so i mean christian bale i'm i'm calling it i could i mean in or Vigo, maybe in terms of this category, I can easily see Bale, Mordenson, and Redford being a part of the conversation for mm-hmm. Oscar time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is funny because they're nominated in a category for musical or comedy. And I don't know. It, you, and when you think of it in terms like that, you don't think of it being like Oscar contenders. But they but they really are. Mm-hmm. But they really should be. So. And then uh, supporting actor drama. Mm-hmm. I'll let one of you guys do this category because yeah. <laughs> I'm going to bur- butcher some of these names. <laughs> oh, Mahershala Ali for Green Book. Um, Timothy Chalamet, Beautiful Boy. Oh, I actually didn't even look at that. I didn't realize that ahead of time. Timothy Chalamet for Beautiful Boy. Adam Driver for Black Klansman. Richard E. Grant for Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Sam Rockwell for Vice. 
That's really good. Too. Yeah, you know, this, this is a great list. I, I guess I, I totally glanced over this these nominees. I didn't realize the specifics. This is a great list. Timothy Chalamet, I think, gave an underrated performance in Beautiful Boy. Same with Adam Driver in Black Klansman. Oh, he was so great. I've been hearing <laughs> a lot of praise for Richard E. Grant mm-hmm. um, in his supporting role. Sam Rockwell's just always amazing. Oh, I don't think he'll get it, though, since he got his big awards last year. Yeah, I, um, I would say the one surprise is that Sam Elliott did not yeah. get nominated, but I, I could easily I see so. him still being a lock for yeah. Oscars. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, we talked about it. That scene in um, A Star is Born where Sam Elliott turns around yeah. with tears in his no eyes. No words. And no, doesn't <laughs> say anything. But it's just all in his face. How do you not nominate that man? <laughs> huh. I, just, I just see my grandpa in that scene, and I don't ever want to see my grandpa cry. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> but that's too much. Such, so so powerful. So yeah, I'm I mean, not worried about him not being nominated. No, that is strange. That is one thing, because I guarantee at the Oscars, Ethan Hawke, who is also snubbed for Best Actor, he's been sweeping at other awards but you know him not being nominated for best actor and sam elliott not being nominated i say those are the two probably biggest snubs and i say I, snub just you know saying because like, oh, it's, most people probably expected that to happen because but. it yeah because it's the golden globes i'm not concerned about either of them yeah but i i do get what you, i do get what you're saying though uh do we have anything to say about Mahershala ali are we surprised by his nomination do we I mean, think it was with a those, leading performance with green or? book again i it's like most of these. I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but it's like a buddy road trip movie. So if Vigo gets it, I'm sure Mahershala is going to get it since they're right. probably playing off each other the whole time. Right, right. It is strange that he got the supporting actor, but I guess it does follow from Vigo's perspective. So I guess that makes sense. Oh, that's a good point. But, right. You know, I would have thought that they would both be considered for I would think best actor. Vigo's character undergoes the biggest transformation in that movie. You would just yeah, assume probably. that he discovers parts of himself or becomes a better person goes from racist to not racist i don't even even think he's racist to begin with i just think he's probably racially insensitive maybe he goes from being ignorant just just, um like no direction just slob like a slob to being somebody that's like got more less of a invested in well more invested (laughs) in themselves like realizes their self-dignity a little bit more yeah because i feel Um, like that's what um I don't even want to butcher his name. So I feel like that's what his character personifies. Is Mahershala? Cool, yeah. Yeah. Quiet dignity. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to mess up his name. No, no I mean, it's, it's, yeah, other it's than, tough to pronounce. Other than <laughs> Sam Elliott getting snubbed, um, I'm not too surprised with anything here. Uh-uh. Uh, Beautiful Boy kind of faded out really fast, but Timothy's so already upset. like an awards or an industry like favorite. People love him, especially since... His name's like way up there because of Call Me By Your Name. But. I'm kind of a little surprised that he gets it because I feel like his character is so secondary in that movie. No. And I follows no. from both of them. But, yeah. but th- I, perf- I, to me, I got that it was more about a father's and a parent's love and... Yeah, it's about both because it's based on both right. of their memoirs. Yeah, you'd ha- okay. you'll actually be su- if you ever do see it, you'll actually be surprised by how well balanced both of those characters are. And their performances are so good. So good. I wish Steve Carell could have been nominated um, yeah. in lead or supporting because he was equally as good as Chalamet. Like, they both did a fantastic job. This is one of those things where they ran out of slots and had to pick one, probably. Yeah, which which I understand, but, you know, you always wish for they stuff to happen. They went with the happen. younger, flashier <laughs> nominees. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess on to Best Director, then. Um, Best Director, of Bradley Cooper for A Star is Born, Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, Peter Farley for Green Book. 
Uh, Spike Lee for Black Klansman and Adam McKay for Vice. I feel like we're seeing the Oscar ones, although yeah. maybe not Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. I don't oh, know. I think we'll he's going to win the Oscar. You think he'll win the Oscar? I think so. I think he's going to be nominated, but not winning. I, think I don't think. I think it will. It's coming out on Netflix next we'll week, so we will be back able to see nominated it. wins. I, w- I bet it'll either be Bradley Cooper or Spike Lee. Spike Lee would be probably be my Spike second, Lee. Wow. Second yeah. guess. I, I don't think Bradley Cooper is going to get it. Um, if the industry or if the Oscars end up just loving A Star Is Born and giving it like all the awards it's nominated for, then mm-hmm. maybe. But I don't think so. I think it's I think it's going to Alfonso. I'll be honest. I can see Alfonso Cuaron getting nominated over Spike Lee, like straight up nominated. Really? I could see Spike Lee being the one that d- that gets snubbed. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't see that since he's so big in the industry. People love yeah. him, and this is like pretty much unanimously agreed it's the best movie in a long long time totally agree so people are probably like spike lee back in you know back went back to his roots or back in top form Mm -hmm. we should probably honor that but yeah those two i would say um it's so weird for me seeing peter farley just because of the farley brothers other movies like (laughs) uh I think they did something about Mary, you know, things like that. And then here he is getting an Oscar nominee for Green Book. I mean, it's I mean, kind of for it's, him. It's kind of the same as Adam McKay, really. I mean, look yeah. at all the comedies he's done. And then ever since people were blown away, or uh, sorry, I butchered up my words. Ever since he surprised everyone with the big short. Yeah. Like, wait, what? The director of Talladega Nights and Anchorman is now a Oscar he can do director. He can do a smart drama what how how is this no, I mean, possible this sounds funny but you know there are reasons why his comedies are so highly regarded yeah i mean you can say that they're really dumb which they are in a lot of ways but they're also really smart they're very well put together well balanced yeah they're very yeah. they hold up too yeah they do really yeah there's a strong structure and you know they're very well put together films i think so I, it makes no surprise it's no surprise to me that he's knocking out of the park when he steps into quote-unquote more serious stuff yeah i think it's because the comedy in those are like timeless yeah. things and they're mm-hmm. about the events happening in the film they're not yeah, about they, they all come stylized. from the characters you know yeah. they come from just the very unique and wacky it's characters not like right. raunchy 90s teen comedy or you well, can't yeah, put it's not it in a stable, category you know pop culture references and in jokes kind of things like yeah, that so that's yeah. why they kind of transcend no, he's a smart a guy longer. he's he knows what he's doing so I'm not surprised by that. I just, I still get a kick out of it just because I, I picture Ron Burgundy in my head when yeah, I see exa- Adam McKay. Exactly. And, and I mean, same with Peter Farley, you know, mm-hmm. right now. Well, I, but yeah, good for both of them. Good for both of them getting those nominations as well. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else in we have, the, that we wanted to discuss? We have best screenplay. Okay. Let's do that one. Um, Deborah Davis and Tony McNamara for A Star is Born. Alfonso Cuaron for Roma. Nick Vellalonga, Brian Curry, <laughs> Peter Farrelly for Green Book, Barry Jenkins for Beale Street Could Talk, and Adam McKay for Vice. Uh, the first one's incorrect. That should be for the favorite. Oh. oh. Yeah. I was like, I wouldn't have known. Yeah, because Bradley <laughs> Cooper wrote. Highlight. He co-wrote it, yeah, Bradley yeah. Cooper. And... That, that's on. That's not a fault on the um, article online. That's a fault on the checklist that <laughs> was made, so apologies for that. That will be fixed. <laughs> It will be corrected as soon as this podcast. Is yes, done. as soon as soon as possible. <laughs> uh, for this one, I'm I'm not sure. Part of me wants to say Barry Jenkins will get it again, just because that book is like so acclaimed and he's people love him after Moonlight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. 
This one's tough. Yeah, I don't. There's no first performed in there that I would feel <laughs> confident saying would win <laughs> like it did at all the other ceremonies. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would say that the favorite could win this easily just because, again, all the praise be, for it. Yeah. yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, Vice could be because Adam McKay is really good at writing not only great comedy but also great drama, and he knows how to make characters, real life characters. Uh kind of launch themselves out onto the screen and yeah. make you like want to listen to what they're saying. Uh yeah, it's a it, this is also a really tough category. I would like say it's anyone's favorite. game. Yeah, looking at this again, if I had to pick one, I I would I would actually say the favorite. But then it feels really good. Favorite also has that kind of like um underdog story to it. Like a lot of pe- it took a long time for them to get it made and they've shopped mm-hmm. the script around quite a bit and they brought it back after years and yeah. so I think it's also you can't this. ignore the fact that it's you, a lot of these things. Uh, how topical the movie is yeah. ties into like the big main socio political theme of the year, and you know the favorites like all of you know. I don't even think there's like a single male like star in the movie. There, there are, but they're very they're like background background characters. supporting. Yeah, yeah. Nicholas Holt comes to mind, but other than that, <laughs> so yeah, Holt I, I, is I'm, in it. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to the favorite. <laughs> okay. I you no, know, that's kind. That's kind of what I said too. <laughs> it seems weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, then last category I think we could go over would be best motion picture oh, yeah, animated. But... Yeah. Animated. Oh, that's right. We have Isle of Dogs, Mirai. Mirai. Yeah. We'll Ralph sure. breaks the internet. <laughs> Spider Man into the Spider Verse and Incredibles two. What? Um? I mean, I'm going with Spider-Man. I, I, I'm gonna go with that too. I've yeah. only seen Isle of Dogs and Incredibles two. Um, all three Isle of Dogs, Spider-Man, and Incredibles two are like the three front runner front runners. I feel like, uh-huh. but for as strong as Spider-Man's been doing since it kind of, you know, just burst onto the scene recently. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm thinking that that's gonna get it. Yeah, I mean, besides the, be the uh, flashiest one to win, besides the one uh, foreign animated film that's on this list, which usually there always is like one or two yeah. of those. I mean, you could all say that about I Love Dogs, but I would say that this list is not very surprising. No, by no, any I don't means. Think so. There's only so many really good animated movies in each year, usually the same amount as there are nominee slots. Yeah, so. exactly. It's It's kind of a really great list like normally every once in a while when it comes to the anime films you'll have like an anime film that's talked about a little but it's not like yeah i mean yeah (laughs) like you know one of those or like this year it could have been like a small foot for instance where like people liked it but it's not like worthy of any kind of awards necessarily i think spider-man's gonna get it because i mean in addition to apparently the movies like story you know story characters all that just being incredibly strong and rock solid it's animation like we've kind of touched on before. It just hasn't really been seen before. Next at least generation like type a, stuff. Yeah, at least not in a big mainstream theatrical release way. Yeah, if that and if that's really great, along with how great this story is by the sounds of mm-hmm. it, then I could see this being you know, the we, winner. Isle of Dogs' animation is incredible, but mm-hmm. you know we've people people have seen that done before. You know, we've seen Wes Anderson stop. Yeah, motion. Fantastic Mr. Fox, we've seen, but then also kind of like Kubo. You know those just those claymation stop like motion, a, yeah, things. like a product. They're an ins- insane labor of love, and mm-hmm. it takes so much work. But I just feel like because Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is so, you know, unique and d- doesn't really have a comparison at this point, I feel like that's gonna get it. 
I do want to remind people that Incredibles 2 really does have fantastic animation. Like, oh, yeah. there's so many action sequences where I think some of them could rival what was done in the mm-hmm. first Incredibles, and that's saying a lot because the Incredibles action was really well done. Um, so I feel like that could play, help play a role into mm-hmm. it winning, but I think based on it being the most relevant along with how big the buzz has been and how Honestly, great the animation Incredibles looks, two it will be Spider-Man. the main frontrunner until Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse yeah. just started blowing people away left yeah, and right. Yeah, I agree. Um, I know, said that was going to be the last one, but I want to talk about best original score. Yeah, that's fine. We still have time. Because, um, okay, so nominees are Marco Beltrami for A Quiet Place, Alexander Desplat for Isle of Dogs, Ludwig Goronson for Black Panther, Justin Hurwitz for First Man, and Mark Shaman for Mary Poppins Returns. Good job. Wow. <laughs> Who do you think? Like, I don't see a clear front runner. Um, is this where I don't Quiet know. This Place one, is going to get their um, one This is board. like where things, you know, there, there are not a lot of articles or analysts aren't really yeah. predicting original score. So these ones, they really just, at least for me, it comes down to a gut feeling. I, I feel like Mary Poppins is probably going to get it. But do you think this could be Quiet Place's moment? No. Because they didn't have any talking in it, really. So the, all you got for emotion was obviously what you're seeing well, on Well, Quiet screen, Place is a fantastic example of where sound design and sound editing yeah. really <laughs> comes into play. Shout out to those guys. But in terms of, in terms of just the original score, I don't yeah. think I don't no? think it's going to get okay. it. I think I Mary never Poppins saw it is going to get it. I don't do scary movies. But. <laughs> I think Mary Poppins is going to get it. It's To me, that's kind of... What about First Man? I first man is my favorite of the ones I on this list. I thought some of those that music oh. was so annoying. Oh. <laughs> I hope it doesn't work. Jeez, I could I, so annoying. Like great, like nails on a chalkboard. That creepy like wah, wah, space music they had. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> you know that um, instrument they use for the Star Trek theme song. The, the mandolin. Yes. What I no, totally <laughs> just I totally just picked no, it's an not instrument. A mandolin. I it's, have no idea. I could have said that. They're like. They have it on um, violin. What no, is that? Oh, the thing where you like hold, hover your hands over, yeah. and it makes like it's like a weird. I feel like oh. they were trying to do that in First Man. I don't and think I'm they like, use nope. that. I'm pretty sure it's just like a beautiful symphony. <laughs> beautiful symphony. I mean, it was the a they're pretty much the same cats. notes in La La Land's theme, just arranged differently. So, I uh, yeah, I don't know what. Oh, I thought I don't it was know what terrible. <laughs> I think I'm shocked it's on. It's been nominated for I anything. I'm not shocked by any means. For future awards, I do think First Man will be a front runner for this one. Um, personally, I think A Quiet Place's score was really good, oh, I and I hope it. that I one will great. win. But rarely, Mary rarely, is probably rarely it. do the ones I want to win ever win. So that I've learned that a long yeah. time Ooh. ago. So I think it's I think it's gonna be Mary Poppins, just because. It's sort of like the equivalent in the best costume. It almost always seems to go towards like the period piece with like the big fancy dresses. And, yeah, you know, it's just more like mm-hmm. more extravagant. And I feel like the Mary Poppins thing is it's going to be very whimsical and happy. And you know, all the other ones are probably dramatic, tense, beautiful in places. But Mary Poppins just has that. You know, you're not going to hear a score like Mary Poppins. None of the other ones sound like Mary Poppins. Is what I'm getting at. Right. I think that Star Trek thing was called a theremin. <laughs> Just so you know, mandolin, which isn't used <laughs> in first, which isn't used That's in the so first funny. man score. But. I bet it is. <laughs> Sounds like it is. Okay, then so best original, <laughs> best original song. Um, I wasn't like. I don't know any of these songs. I mean, it's shallow. It's shallow. It shallow's gonna has win. to be there's, shallow. Yeah. There's not even a debate. But 
for the sake of completion's sake, yeah. uh, Boy Revelation um, from Boy Erased, Requ- Requiem for a Private War from a Private War, Girl in the Movies from Dumplin'. I don't know what that don't is. Know what yeah, that is. I have no idea. Um, and All the Stars from Black Panther. I'm going to be honest. When it, it was a Kendrick Lamar song with SZA, I think. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick was like Lamar, the lead single from the Black Panther soundtrack. Kendrick oh. Lamar basically made the whole album. Yeah, he curated it. Yeah. Why isn't um, Eminem Venom nominated here? Because <laughs> no the, the Golden Globes doesn't know what is going on. That's the one that stuck <laughs> in my head forever. I mean, that's the clear best song Venom, of the year. Venom. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, when it comes, what hit em. When, <laughs> I don't even know. I'd never even heard of this song. Like, I think I must have bolted by the time oh, like, the credits. Oh, I sat through the credits. List. Mm. Or maybe I just blacked it out. I don't know. You didn't stay through the Venom credits to see Listening the Spider-Man? to Marshall Man? Mathers' Venom-inspired No, poetry? I did, but yeah. I must have just blacked out the song. Cause I, How? Because I just, <laughs> I was so angry. <laughs> I must have just been so angry by that movie that oh, I just did not think about it. Such a great time. It was the perfect, just I'm gonna buy like, that song. last little thing yeah. to top off that movie. Oh, a beautiful, I'm wonderful sure it movie. Was. I, I don't <laughs> know what else to tell you guys. Uh, but when it comes to this category, usually I don't care. Like yeah, I'm it's more... shallow. There's not even an argument. From a star is born, everybody. Whatsoever. Yeah, it's shallow. I'm mostly interested in movie scores. Like I feel like those are more important than like a song is. Yeah. Oh. So I would think the same thing until Adele's um, Skyfall song. That's on me. That movie. That's it's ca- crazy. I mean, one here song. usually that's you... kind of my point though. Like that song was only used for like the opening credits. I, I mean, it's great. But it's only used for the opening credits, and it doesn't really mean and, much to the rest of the movie. The personally. only other song I can think of that came close to Adele Skyfall is um, that Greatest Showman. This oh, is us. Or... Yeah. yeah, I know the song you're talking about. This is me. Yeah, is that this the is one? Me. Yeah, this is me. <laughs> That's the only part I remember. I one I mean, thing I'm amazed though: there's no Mary Poppins song. There is. That is that is true. I thought that's crazy. Dumplin pushed out mary poppins it looks like what are you dumpling <laughs> yeah what are what you are supposed you? to be <laughs> that, no I, I just thought that you know that that just blows my mind because i was thinking usually especially at, like the oscars and stuff if there's like a a disney movie or like a big song number and like i mean like frozen you know wasn't that's Gre- that's usually the one that gets it wasn't greatest showman like all nominated for original song like all 12 of those songs and they get all the like why didn't mary poppins not i mean again i don't care but that I is mean, weird maybe, to maybe think because the they're not original just so good because there it's has a remake? to be new songs it's not a remake though it's a it's a full-on sequel i'm sure they'll have they'll harken back to some of the popular songs feed from the, the first birds. one which if I've feed still the birds is seen. not in there <laughs> but, i mean at these other award ceremonies we've seen it's had best original song nominees or yeah. nominations so you know, I think that's one of the the biggest snubs of all of these. Okay, just a question that popped into my mind for future. You know, as Disney does their remakes, are those songs ever going to be nominated? You think? No, they better not be. That's like, like unfair. Yeah. I think because it's a remake, like well, it doesn't count as. Were original. any of the songs from Beauty and the Beast nominated? I don't have to go back and look. I, I know that that had that had a few additional new songs. Yeah, they I know were for all the, really good. I know for the I Oscars, have to admit, the Beauty and the Beast songs were really good. I'm pretty sure Beauty and the Beast got nominated for one of them. I least. know when it comes to last year's Oscars, like the Beast song didn't get nominated, and I thought that was really weird, just because like it was original, the, it was but really also weird like what happened the in the movie. <laughs> really, I that I, as I, I mean, watch just it, at first I was like, "Whoa, Beast is singing." Okay, but yeah. then I'm like. Oh, why didn't he sing in the yeah. original one? I yeah. love his. I love B song. I thought that was one of the best. What, I forget what it's called, but it's I, I like the word. It too. I think I can't remember. Forevermore. That's what it was. There Forever. 
Yeah. Yeah. Forevermore. Evermore. Ever, for, forever. Ever. I think forevermore. How about I just look this up while we discuss <laughs> what it is like could be. Zeppelin. It could be the Led so, Zeppelin song. <laughs> so the upcoming song, uh, upcoming remakes are Aladdin, Aladdin, Dumbo, and I think those are the only two remakes Evermore. next year. It is Evermore. It is yes. Evermore. Good work. <laughs> I was thinking Battle of Evermore, but whatever. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. What were you guys talking about? The Disney's remakes next year. We have Aladdin and Dumbo. Uh huh. We have a third. Lion one. King. Lion yeah. King. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> honestly, honestly, this just to totally escaped me. Oh my god. It, so in Aladdin, <laughs> the only song that I can think of is that whole new world. Whole new world, Prince Ali. Um, oh, I, the song I, the beginning. I, just, I can't imagine that they the would street rat song. I can't imagine that that would yeah. abide by like the rule or the guidelines or the rules of original nominees. song. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think mm. that that'll work. Who knows if they like do like a whole new world reprise or like a new arrangement? Yeah. If technically that could get nominated, I think that'd be really lame and unethical. But <laughs> and whatever. I will be mad. And unethical. <laughs> I will write an angry letter. Formal, That's formal his complaints. Line in the sand. <laughs> I don't know. That is a good point, though. I guess it'd be interesting to see how to, how those get treated. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, requiem for a private war just doesn't give. The, oh yeah. Oh that, man, that come on, throw amazing. on a requiem for a private war. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's a great song, but it's shallow. Again. Shallow yeah. will win. There's 100 and. 100%. Only because Eminem's yeah. Venom is not on there. On, and only because of that. <laughs> she lucked if out. Venom was on there, it, if if the Venom song was nominated for Best Original Song, it would win Best Picture. Because it's, it's just <laughs> that good. It I'm going to pretend I didn't hear movie. that. <laughs> it's the greatest track of Eminem's life. Well, I've got my yourself, can't hold a Golden Globe Awards nominee checklist. I will be getting a new one tomorrow <laughs> with some of the changes <laughs> fixed Corrected on it. One. Yes, yes, you will. And this, I think this time what I'm going to do is um, do all my predictions and then I'm going to scan it and post it online. I'm going to hold by my Ooh, predictions. Stand by it. Wow. Are you going to, yeah. you got to choose what you think's going to win. You can't choose what you want to win. Oh no, there's going to be some I choose that I want to win. Well, I guess if you're like, I don't know what the heck any of these are, then I guess, yeah. I'm going to have to look up Dumplin'. No. Yeah, I know. Damn it. And, um, and at eternity's gate although i know what the one she looks like so that one doesn't feel too bad was there anything else that i didn't know um private war yeah i'm gonna have yeah, to look more either i know she has an eye patch she has an eye patch in it yeah she looks like uh kurt russell in oh is that why she got nominated escape from new york because she's so beautiful and they're like let's get her ugly a little bit with an eye patch <laughs> with a single eye patch Ooh, that would be the trick <laughs> I think it's also based on a true story, <laughs> and she had too, to wear yeah. an eye patch. It's like a, some, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to look more into that movie. It's mm-hmm. a gritty, real character. Eye it patch is? wearing female. <laughs> she probably is. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Well, I mean, those are the major nominees. We don't, we don't talk about that TV stuff. No, here. I well, <laughs> yeah, true. I, we, I looked over the list. I was like, ooh, got nominated for TV. I realized. I don't have TV, so I have no idea what any of these shows are. <laughs> and when I say I don't have TV, I have Netflix and Hulu and yeah. Prime. I don't have like cable anymore. <laughs> so I looked at that. I'm like, I don't know what any of these shows are. Well, a lot are. of those nominees aren't even on cable. It's no. on yeah. streaming services. But I mean, TV is a that's a tough one to keep up with. Yeah, because there's so much content. So there's much. <laughs> just this month, I I'm think like, Netflix 
introduced like 64 original series. Yeah. Like, and why movies. wasn't Big Bang Theory? That was the last network show. show that I loved. <laughs> it's pure trash. Was Big That's when I was in college. It's it terrible. It came out and that was the last show that I remember being like, "Oh, I've got to tune in for this." Oh. Wow, a lot has changed since then. I know. Oh, man. TV is very different. Now. You thought you were too cool for Lion King, but you weren't too cool for Big Bang Theory in I college. I'm actually on her side. Yeah. I like Big the Bang Theory. The first few seasons of it were so good. I get it. It's probably tiresome now. I get it. Actually, but it's, it's pretty funny. like Ian Sheldon, too. Oh. Uh, huh. Well. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I am not on I her binge, side. <laughs> I binged it last night. You. I know. I just needed it. I think... Because I'm a mother, I'm like, oh, I it's just identify with it differently now. <laughs> that, well, I mean, that's and also I, part of the reason why you haven't been able to catch up on TV. Like, all yeah. of your stuff is targeted towards your children. So. I know. I watch a lot. Yeah, I didn't see any dino trucks like you, on that. Exactly. Yeah. You watch more dino you know, trucks than Atlanta. <laughs> dino trucks. Oh, we're now into Lego Ninjago. That's mm-hmm. been a really mm-hmm. big show. Why is that not nominated? <laughs> Come I'm on. I'm really into the Come on, Hollywood Foreign Press. Best animated yeah. television series. Like <laughs> Octonauts, they all have accents. It's very foreign. That is very ahead of its time, I would say. Mm-hmm. Clearly, these they're just out of touch. They are. They Golden have no globes. idea what the kids are watching these days. Clearly. No Venom <laughs> for best original song and no Dino Trucks and Ninjago for best it's like It's what? like they're targeting only the audience, uh, the audience being adults. <laughs> weirdos miss nasal <laughs> who watches that everyone <laughs> outlander no idea what those are uh, well i mean this will be i mean it's a golden globe so I'm, i mean i'm not gonna pretend like i'm super excited but I'm i do think kind it's kind of excited I, 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 i'm excited in the sense that you know the more of these come out the more we can kind of start i feel like we're like getting into pinpointing what the, what the oscar nominees are gonna be yeah it always disappoints me award season but every year i get excited for it i'm like yeah my favorite movie i'm gonna have my pulse uh, like my finger on the pulse and i'm gonna know all the winners and then i'm way 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 off and i'm like i don't get my own industry (laughs) it's so sad well i mean i'm sure we'll get more nominees for some other big ceremony next week so we Mm -hmm. do know the host of the oscars now oh yeah they were having a they were having a tough time finding somebody. They were, but they narrowed it down to bum, bum, Kevin Hart. I'm actually excited. Yay. He brings a lot of energy. He does. Yeah, he 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 knows how to, you know, work work the audience. Yeah, him and Tiffany Haddish expect, were some of the best parts of CinemaCon just ex- because they are fun. <laughs> expect a thousand short jokes and probably uh, Dwayne Johnson. I to was going to say at some point. Yes. I would say so too. No, I'm happy that. He's getting this opportunity. Like he's one of the hottest working comedians. Hottest? One of the hardest working he's on comedians That's a today. Right and now. Slip. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. He's on fire right now. He's, you're talking about his career, right? Yep, definitely yeah, his course. career. Yeah. And uh I lost my train of thought. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> just I get it. You think about him and your mind goes blank. I mean He's just so I just, I'm, imagining, so I'm imagining the ceremony starting The Rock or Dwayne. I'm never going to stop calling him The Rock. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's going to walk out just holding him like by his collar. Guys, did you know The Rock and, just and Dwayne Johnson look alike? What? I have what? heard that from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, are they, they look does he have like, like a twin? They look exactly alike. <laughs> oh. I love that that meme wherever that came from. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's that. Well, we'll be back next week. Um, 
There's nothing coming yeah, it's out. It's another super dead slow weekend. What is it? This is the seventh this week and yeah. then the fourteenth. Oh nope. Next week we will have early shows to talk about. Yeah, no, next week is when the, yeah. the big the big ones start coming out. It's when things get hot, that's for yeah. sure. This oh, weekend yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Next weekend's gonna be so hot. I'm gonna rewatch all the Christmas movies I watched last weekend while I was decorating. <laughs> again, I just gotta get through them all again. and we get it. we'll talk about this Tuesday. What yeah. are our go to Christmas movies? Mm-hmm. I and what like makes like what, like what makes a classic Christmas movie? Yeah. So and mine's changed. It's a more complicated question than you might think. Mine's changed. Like it used to be Home Alone was on the list. Not anymore. It's been it's replaced. so old. It's just so old. <laughs> it's like I mean it's I guess weird. you know, thirty years since it was in the nineties. It was in the nineties, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thirty years ago. So. Just that like doesn't clueless. feel as so old as clueless. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know why that hit me so hard. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll have that next week. That'll yeah. be a fun one. That's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Take care. Have a good weekend. Bye.